What's up, what's up? Take over podcast show. This your boy, Superstar P. Your boy, Chef. OGPC. And special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself, special guest. Oh, man. Hey, man, it's Willie Dutch, <laughs> a.k.a. WillieDutch.com. Please say the dot com, man. Oh, man. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all for having me. Yeah, man, WillieDutch.com, man. All things Willie Dutch. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all for having me, man. You know, shout out to the takeover. Oh, man, appreciate it, appreciate it. Appreciate you coming through. Man, you know, I'm holding in my hand your book, Rich Life. Oh, man, Rich Life, man, richlife.com. In stores, (laughs) I swear to God, man. Yeah, Yeah, man, that's uh, my fourth book, actually. Uh, I published my first book uh, entitled A Day After Forever uh, in 2008, man, actually from federal prison. You know, I've always had a, a a passion for writing, from you know poetry to the music, and it was just a natural evolution, you know, uh, to the novels and you know eventually the screenplays. You know, I, I I feel like, well, I felt like you know at the time when I started writing my first novel, we didn't have a voice down south. Like if you know any of y'all are readers or any readers are listening, you if you recall like early two thousands, like I'll pretty much all of the the urban fiction of the you know street lit hip hop fiction whatever you want to call it was you know east coast based you know a lot of dc a lot of philly a lot of baltimore a lot of new york and you know you can't get around particularly when we were talking about you know the streets a lot, a lot of the books are you know um, about the drug trade you can't get around the south so i i just felt like we needed more voices down here we needed to you know, read our lingo, you know, some of our stories. And, you know, I wanted to be the catalyst for that. So, again, man, uh, my first book, A Day After Forever, uh, part one and part two online, everywhere, Amazon, WillieDutch.com, man, you name it. Um, Leading up to this Rich Life Project, you know, I put it out uh, a couple weeks ago, man. It's been doing great offline as well as online. Man, just a positive response, man. Again, man, thank you all for having me. No problem, no problem. So, um, what, what else you got besides your book? What else, what else you got going? Oh man? Uh, man, I'm. You know, I like to consider myself an artist. You know, I. You know, I kind of uh, cringe when I'm called a rapper because uh, for me, it's bigger than that. Uh, I'm also a writer. You know, shout out Pete Sanders, uh, one of the artists that I write for out of Atlanta, and uh, that's just my thing, man. From from spoken word to poetry uh, to the books, and, and again, we're working on a screenplay. We're also working on a docu series called Life After Clemency about you know eight individuals that Barack Obama gave clemency to. Right. So just you know pushing pushing this artistry forward. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my biggest thing outside of even the music, because I mean the music is there. A uh, new single called Shake Back, and, and even that, like, man, we did a thing called Shake Back Challenge, because, like, for me, uh, me getting out, that was my first single. Long story short, I just came home from federal prison a little over a year ago. So uh, me getting out from federal prison, like, that was my shake back. You know, me getting out, getting reestablished, and I felt like we all had those type of stories in us. Whether we was shaking back from drug addiction, whether we was shaking back from 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 financial debt, you name it, man. And we did a a a, a, a movement called Shake Back Challenge, man. Just some of the stories that I received, man. I'm getting I'm from people that I've known my whole life, and a lot of these things I didn't know where they, you know, submitting these videos and. And, and crying, have a gangster in tears, you feel me? So 
Uh, we pushing that move, that movement, man. Just you know, trying to take things to that next level. You know, if you will, because it's it's bigger than the music. You know, like like Ross say, it's deeper than rap. You know, we got a certain responsibility, and you know, I I want to be you know one of the uh you know four barrels of that. So, how long did you have to stay in the federal pen, man? Uh, uh, on my original case, I did nine years. Uh, on 140. Well, actually, I started out. I had 168 month sentence for uh, drug possession. Right. Uh, thanks to uh, Barack Obama and Eric Holder, and you know the powers that be. You know the crack law changed in 2008. You know they was ruled, you know, unconstitutional and what have you. So I was blessed to have three years taken off my sentence. I did nine years on a 140 month sentence. Came home, stayed home, four years, you know, doing everything I'm supposed to do, doing the music, the books and what have you, the community activism. Shout out AHF, AIDS Healthcare Foundation. You know, I'm the hip-hop ambassador for the city of Houston for them. So just doing a lot of positive. Long story short, went on the road per, you know, my PO permission. While I was on the road, they gave me a new PO. And, I mean, from the first phone call, man, you need to come in and report. I'm out of town. Flip the script, mind you, I got a pass to be out of town. When I came back, stripped me of everything, put me back on monthlies, mind you, I wasn't even reporting. I just mail in because I'm taking care of my business. This is what I've earned. <laughs> you know, I went through the, you know, the hardships or whatnot of being on federal supervision. Again, had that stripped and, you know, the, the, the outlaw in me, I was like, ah, went against the grain, long story short, went on the run. Um, you know, recorded a project on the run, and, and I just got tired, man. So um, I ended up doing a violation for nothing, in in a sense. But, uh, you know, doing a violation, I went back, and I had to do a year and a day. And I'm just coming home from that. So and I, like, I gave them 10 years of my life. So just coming home and blessed to finally, since I was 19, to be able to say I'm off papers. So I'm I'm literally free in every sense of the word. Like and it's it's an amazing feeling just to get pulled over and not feel like because you know on federal supervision or probation or parole or what have you. Like it's a one foot in one foot out situation. So even though you're unquote uh, quote unquote free, you're never actually free. Or at least I never felt that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now I'm blessed to to you know finally say that I'm off papers and you know free in every sense of the word, man. And, it's a beautiful feeling. Matter of fact, you know, Segway, uh, shameless plug, new mixtape, uh, off papers, man. Like I'm, I'm giving them my story. Absolutely, like from from A to Z, from the case to the trials and tribulations to the, you know, things in my childhood. Just giving it to them, man. And so it's a beautiful thing, man. Be on the lookout for that, man. Off papers by Willie Dutch. Right now we're just pushing the single. We got the single entitled Shake Back, uh, produced by myself. Uh, great response, man. The video, man. Type in Willie Dutch Vivo. Y'all can check out the video for that. And um, we're just keeping it pushing it, man. Another single, man, produced by uh, Ionosphere called Something New. It's on the way. Good summertime record. So we're giving it to them, man. You know, uh, across, I mean, every medium. You know what I'm saying? Journalism, you know, the books, the music. You know, really giving, giving these people a... Uh, Letting them know, man, like, man, there's some artists down here as opposed to right. just rappers or what have you. So, you know, that's my mission right now.
Right, man. We we glad you home, man. Because we don't want to see none of our brothers home, locked man. down. You know what I'm talking it about. Feels so, good man. To be, that's a whole nother show. Because um, it, it's crazy. Even the people that, like I say, we're doing a docu docuseries, Life After Clemency, man. You you hear some of these stories, and, and, and when you look back, and, and for them to say, okay, now it's unconstitutional. It's been unconstitutional. So, you got to think of all the the lives that were affected by this so-called war on drugs, man, but really it was a war on on us. You know, even even J. Edgar Hoover, not to get too far off of it, man, but even J. Uh -huh, Edgar Hoover, right. like, it's in federal law books. He said that their agenda was to, you know, stop people like myself, stop the voices of the voiceless, stop the Black Panthers and whatnot, because their biggest fear was somebody igniting that, that spark to to, in his words, you know, produce the new black messiah. These are not my words. This is J. Edgar Hoover talking. You know what I'm saying? So, so again, man, I'm a, I'm a revolutionary. I'm a rebel. So, man, we pushing it. And this is just one medium. This is one medium as, as far as having the voice, and whether it's the voice to get people out to vote, whether it's the voice, the voice to make people use condoms, whatever, like it's a responsibility that we have as artists. So I'm taking on that cause, man. Man, and I think that's super dope, man, because in life right now, man, I just, you just see people and, and nobody cares about anything. Right. Like nothing that matters, everything just, yeah. it's, it's bullshit, we you know, it's, it's exactly like you see stuff and like nobody has a, a care for anything in the world. You know, I want to read, you right. know, like you said, you know, people really think black people don't read. Right. <laughs> and that's a bad stigma to have, man. You know, and it's good that you have people out there that seen the other side. Right. Absolutely. You know, you seen, you know, seen things that like, hey, I want you to have to go through them kind of things. And <laughs> it's knowledge and books. And that so, matters. Your it, testimony matters. Yeah. Whether you in church or synagogue or, or me, you know, rapping on a stage, like your testimony is everything. Like I can't go to my hood and and you know try to urge something in and I don't have that backstory. Like they be like, oh like you gotta, you know, have that story to inspire that in others. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't want my story to be in vain. So I, you know, I try to, you know, whether it's mentoring the youth, we got a lot of things, you know, my business partner got a lot of things, man, like, again, like, and I employ other artists, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause we are a, um, we're a, 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 a faction. Like when you think about hip hop and then this outside the, 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 the color boundaries as well. Like when you think about hip hop, like we're a voting block. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? We a voice to where we can exact some change, but it starts from the inside in. I never forget, I was reading an interview from uh, David Banner when he was talking about Cadillacs on 22s. If you listen to the hook, it has nothing to do with the A, the sound, nor the imagery. Like, he was wearing an Emmett Till t-shirt in it. So mm -hmm. we got to go back and we got to reach back and we got to pull up. Like, like that's how we uh, achieve success. That's how we get over that hill on the backs of others. You know what I'm saying? So again, man, like it's time to push, like from Houston to Texas and beyond. It's, it's time for a real push. 
Like right now, it's serious. Like you were saying, we so desensitized to a lot of the things that we used to see that make us cringe. We grab our phone and record it for social media. Like it ain't nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even if we see enough people get shot on the news, it desensitizes. So now when we see it, it's like coming. It's the norm. Somebody else got shot. Okay, back to it. You know what I'm saying? And nobody is vocal about it. And I'm of the belief that if you allow it, you condone it. If you got a voice and you ain't saying shit, you don't deserve that voice. You feel me? So, like, again, man, that's the movement. That's why we pushing this Blacks Do Read agenda. Like, we going against every stereotype. Man, you name it. And, and, and again, it does And we still G's. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's coming from a very real place. Like, people my, like myself, people like the Dead End Reds and, and, and so forth and so on. Man, we come from the streets. Like, and it's up to us, like, to be the voice of the very streets we come from. Period. Period. And it's the same way with the books. Like, when people from down south read my books, they feel like, damn, like, this is our book. These these streets, these landmarks, and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we all a part of one. Like, we all we got, man. And again, man, I can't thank y'all enough, like, for what y'all doing. Because if we didn't have the outlets, like, we wouldn't be who we are. If we didn't have the visuals, if we didn't have the the podcasts and whatnot. So, man, I'm grateful. You know, and I speak for, you know, other artists as well, man. Like, this opportunity is golden. And and it's prescribed right now. Like, this is the time for this. This is the time for, for, for dialogue. And not only dialogue, for some substance. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what you're doing, like to have some substance, to have some some what my grandma used to call some meat and potatoes. I to was just shit. about to say that, right? You know now. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like that's that's yeah. that's the things that are that are uh, that are tangible, and like even if you look at it's a correlation, like with the hip hop community, like the people who win and all the people with the substance, the people who actually giving the people something to hold on to, to gravitate to, something that they can relate to and feel. It's not a fleeting feeling. It's not a, oh, this is a hot song. I really don't know the words, but I know the hook and I know the beat and I know how it make me feel when I'm on drugs or I'm drunk in the club. But I'm talking about something that's gonna sit with you and be timeless. Man, and that's one thing I think, when I think about rappers and artists, it's like, I think when you, people don't think that they words really matter. Like. People listening to what you say. So right. when you writing these rhymes or whatever, remember that this stuff is like you have a responsibility. Right. Like I, I agree. The question is like, what kind of responsibility you think that as an artist that you have, like with, with your words being said? Cause I think some people think like, oh, I can say whatever. Like, hey, I'm just I'm just talking shit. You know, don't mind me. But no, it's it's right. kids out there that listen. You know, right. and you can let them know that hey, you know, I do this whatever. But you gotta at least come with a message at one point. Like if, if right, you be got, objective about yeah. it. Yeah, like I talk about. You know, my past. I talk about, you know, the people around me, you know, indirectly. And, and facts are facts. So if, if 50 getting shot nine times and you rapping about it, that's a fact. Me being incarcerated is a fact. Someone selling drugs in the street is a fact. But you can also be objective when you're not glorifying it. Because if I'm only telling you about the birds I push and I'm not telling you I got 168 yeah. months for half a brick, Hey man, hey, I'm flawed. That's what that's what I'm saying. I'm fugazi. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you got to give them both sides of the story, and, and that's not to say that. And it's a very real place for club music because we're not the same all day, every day. 
we go through our you know vibes and our emotions so it's a place for that too but not to the point where it becomes escapism and that's all it is right now you know what i'm saying and it and it's uh you know quote unquote the powers that be that push a certain you know type of music so it's us it's up to the artist to toe that line you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day it's a business too and we got to be successful at this business because without this business, it's <laughs> option B, back to where we came from, back increasing the crime rate and so forth and so on. So, man, right now is, it's the time. If you just look at what's going on around you, both in society and in the music business, like it's, it's, it's I, I love it right now. I love it right now. If you look at what's going on right now, it's, it's the time for you know, you know us to stand up and really take back what's ours, and giving these mediums right here, like well, we don't gotta go through the payola and through the the radio ones and the clear channels. Avenues so there's open. no monopoly on our business. This thing of ours. This is our Black Wild Street, and they ain't bombing this shit. You feel me? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Like real, real rap, man. Real yes, rap, sir. Real rap and. Hey man, hey we we can go on. It's so much to talk about. It, it's so much to talk about, man. But blacks do read. <laughs> I swear to God, man. Blacks do read. <laughs> hey man, rich life again in stores, man. I appreciate everybody's support and and everybody who come up to me and tell me that they a wrote a book and I'm inspiring them to put it out. Or, or I'm inspiring them to write a book, man. Let's do it. Like, let's do this. Each one, teach one. If I can help you, like, I'm of the belief that once I light another candle, man, my flame still lit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, that's what that's what we own, man, particularly in this city. I can't speak for other cities, but but that's what we own. And right now, it's a, it's a renaissance, if you will, man, like, in the city of Houston and in Texas completely, man, because... A lot of times we get caught in the hype. Like I, I talk to a lot of artists in my city and they like, we want to go to the promised land. You know, since menace to society, we've been trying to get to Atlanta. You feel me? Like from someone that, that has lived in Atlanta and big shout outs, man, I get so much love, man. But every artist that I ran into, like they want to get down here. They want to get to Texas, man. It's for a reason. Like, you know, we, we've always, you know, pushed the envelope you know, over so so many areas of, of, of life, man. So right now, that's what we focusing on, getting back to us, getting back to, uh, I, I don't even want to say taking our sound back because, like, you know, it was borrowed. It wasn't taken, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, getting back to us and, and pushing our artists and, and our forms, and, and we've always known to have that, that independent spirit. And when you got that independent spirit, like, it's, it's not about sharecropping, like we we really in the field, like and you gotta have that just like the bay or whatnot, and we got that down here, man. So you know, big shout outs to my city too and my state, man, Houston, Texas. Already, most definitely. Now, now, what's your opinion? Why you don't think we own enough businesses in our own neighborhoods? Like you go to a lot of black neighborhoods, the a I used to see barbecue yeah. trucks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but, yeah, but the A-Rabs, <laughs> the A-Rabs own the gas station. The Koreans own the weave stores and the nail salons. So, oh, I mean, what, it's, it's, 
a lot of it we we we're at fault too, and a lot of it is is you know it, it was in place prior to us. It, it was in place with the education system, like they don't even teach us nothing practical. Think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Think think about it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so it starts back to that. But just to uh, accept some responsibility for it, man, some accountability, even with myself. Uh, I'm going to give you an example. We, we, we had a, a, a figure in our hood by the name of Big Milton. Millionaire who, you know, he had, he went through his trials and tribulations. He went through his, you know, uh, you know, life in the streets or what have you. And he got out that lifestyle and bought a gas station. The first black man I've ever known to have a gas station, like a Valero. As soon as he bought that gas station, the feds came and got him. So it's by design. Please believe, like, they don't want us to be owners and producers. They want us to be consumers. Mm -hmm. However, like, through reading and, and through, you know, practical information, there's no excuse because the information is out there we just need more synergy amongst each other. It's like one of the worst things, in my opinion, that happened is when they broke up our economic system. And they broke, like we had a thing of ours, like segregation had its positives. You know what I'm saying? Because we wasn't enabled. You know what I'm saying? By the government or by. You, you had know, to get it yourself. You had to get it. Together. And it was a, together. And there you have it. That's the biggest. Thumb screw for us, the Willie Lynch, the biggest. So if we not coming together, like in my hood, predominantly black, Trinity Gardens, man, predominantly black. Now you go through there, it look like a barrio. And some of the same lots that was like, we could have bought them. Some of the same lots th these people bought. I've seen these people buy lots, put a trailer on it. The trailer turned into a small house. It's three families in the house. Like it's a, it's a, uh, strength in numbers, whether it's economic strength or, 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 you know, bidding strength and so forth and so on. So as long as we're divided, like, we won't have these infrastructures in place because when you go, man, I, speaking of Valero, like, I know several store owners and it seems like they all kin. They married in or they... You know what I'm saying? That's like, like, man, shout out to Jay, man. Like he was speaking on that legacy because that's how they think. Like us, like, man, I'm only talking to my daughter. Like, like they keeping in the in the family. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that that's what we got to do more of, even with the obstacles. Cause don't get me wrong, like they make it to where we can't get it. Like we can't be in on certain things, and because they don't want us to be, you know, uh. To where we're self-sustained. And that has everything to do with it. Like, and it's bigger than the money. I know y'all remember Bill Cosby had the money to, to buy NBC. Right. But but buying NBC give you power. Like y'all got power. They want you, you, know they want you to be dependent. The power and the people. And right. now if I buy it, I could put the program and I want on it. You see what I'm saying? So they try to strip us of that power and give us a few dollars. But it don't equate unless we pool our dollars and we pool our resources. Then we can get the businesses and get the bids and so forth and so on so we can have our own. 
You know what I'm saying? Like it starts with us, like we are consumers. So if we keep this black dollar floating through the community and everybody, it's just like bartering, cause that's a debt instrument. There's nothing. Like, so we bartering that. And like we can barter our resources. You do videos, I do something. Let's come together and get the check. Instead right. of leeching and feeling like he the chick and he the chick and he the chick. And we all coming up short. Short and we and we and we struggling. Yeah. I'm tired because I had to do it myself instead of getting the yeah. help. And you we got all or nothing. All or nothing. Instead of a lot of why? Because you know, I want to make sure that I want to be better than him. Why? Why you can't work really together, nice, man? <laughs> like, you know, that's what when they when they see man how to break a slave, man. They went and got this man because he knew what he was doing. He knew it was a psychological. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And he broke, he started with the woman. Like, you kill enough of her babies in front of her. That's why, man, if you look, man, just pay attention. Like, a woman's like, something happened to their child, something they... Yeah. With mental issues, you can feel it. They know. It's ingrained, that fear. Mm -hmm. That fear is ingrained in us. Like, that's... Fear is the biggest tool. Like, when they allowed the time, and I say allowed, I don't know who listening, they didn't knock down the towers, but they allowed it. Because they knew what that would do to the nation, cause panic and fear. So now, in this fear, we can pass something like the Patriot Act. And if you look at this bill, my, my dude, in the Patriot Act, they got a clause in there where if you have more than 30 days of food in your home at one time, they can deem you a terrorist. <laughs> so, so fear is our biggest obstacle too. I can remember when I said I was writing a book and everybody, oh no, man, you gonna put your money in that? You gonna woo woo? It's that fear that keep us complacent. It keep us, you know, content and stuck in like just stuck, man, because we don't want to step out on faith. Like the people who have, it shows. The Steve Harveys, the Idris Elbers, the, the, the cookie lines, like these people are slipping their car. You got to be fearless to, to take your son from Baltimore with $700 and go to Cali. You got to be fearless and you got to be faithful. Yeah. Faith, not fear. That's the key. That's the key. And once you overcome that, then you got another vice, that greed. That's where that come in. Uh -huh. Once you overcome that, man, like, them the two biggest hurdles in our community amongst each other. You know what I'm saying? And it's by design. But that don't mean that we got to uh, keep with that tradition. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so much out here. Like, this is a, 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 a testament of it, what y'all doing. Like, it's empowering. You know what I'm saying? And it's so much you can do with just that. Like, you might just spark that seed, that black messiah. Come in. All right, now. Yeah, that's so real, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very real. And, like, that's what I'm doing. Like, even in my, my tales, my books, it's already always a morality tale at the end. Always. Never glorify you. Never hear about a thousand keys and all this. Go ask Big Meech about a thousand keys. You know mm. what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. you got to... If you're not giving them that, man, like you're a part of the problem. You're a puppet. And that's not hip hop. And like, and that don't take away from your quote unquote gangster. Like, fuck the police, like, was one of the most relevant records ever. And mm -hmm. it was brash and it was hip hop. But 
it wasn't the norm, it wasn't conforming, it wasn't the jingles, you know, that they push and put people in these 360 deals for a reason, for these target commercials for a reason. They know what they doing. Absolutely. So it takes us, it takes y'all to, man, we pushing our own movement. And one thing about it, the grassroots, the streets, it's undeniable. That's how we've ever won anything. That's why we vote right now. The streets. Ain't no way around it. No way around it, man. And so right now, that's what myself doing and, and a few other artists in the city, not just artists, like tastemakers and, and, and people with a conduit to get to the people. Because right now, it's all everybody on drugs. <laughs> like, that's what it's about. And, and that's for a reason, too. You know what I'm saying? Because if they keep you doped up, like, you ain't worried about what's going on. Like, you were saying, like, man, we don't care what's going on because, like, we know. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. It ain't got nothing to do with me. We trying to stop <laughs> like, the pain. Yeah. Man. You know what I'm saying? And, and we numb to what's going on and, and not only numb, indifferent. You know what I'm saying? Again, and it's because we're not owners. When we become owners, we become catalysts. Like, again, like y'all. By y'all having y'all own, y'all can dictate what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So that excuse is out the window now. So now we can push our own agenda and have our, I've been on tour to where I people we, we I we've never heard from in Texas like getting five thousand a show just on a certain circuit. And we got our own circuit. You know what I'm saying? I always have. They call it the chitlin circuit back then. <laughs> <laughs> And that still exists to this day. Just like the Underground Railroad, it ain't went nowhere. We don't need it right now. At least we think we don't. Right. But it ain't went nowhere. So at the end of the day, we got to get back to that. We got to get back to that. Ain't no way around it. And anybody against it, like, they not weedy. And, like, in the past, when somebody went against the revote, see, they was just like the master in them. They got to go, too. They in the way. They in the way, man. And, like, we can't afford it. Both, like, with what we doing, because if we allow them to take it through censorship, what we going to have? We ain't going to have nothing. Viacom going to have it. Come on, man. Hmm. Absolutely. Man, look, we're talking about we're talking about a a lineage that kicked all the women off the island. Y'all go to Lesbos. That's why they call lesbians. You feel me? So like that doesn't change. That's why when you when they speak about the boule and the Illuminati, it's always that that you know that queer kind of stigma attached to it, and it's very real. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, that's the agenda. Like, and it's bigger. Like, they don't want us to procreate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't want us to do a lot of things. And that's why you got the the, the 13th in the jails and the, the modernized slavery and so forth. And that's why you got them pushing that agenda. Absolutely. 
Like you wouldn't come on, man. Seriously? <laughs> like seriously, I just seen the the uh the Al Sharpton selfie. Like seriously. Looking like a <laughs> clown, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, man, I think. Yeah. I I think the the sca- one of the scariest things for them is when they didn't have control over it, and it's kind of going back to that with with the internet and whatnot. But as far as the 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 conglomerates concerned, just look what they pushing. Just look what they pushing to to when they when they feminize you, it's more than just the dress. It's to make you passive. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. Now, man, if you look now, I can remember, and this not even 10 years ago, you wouldn't see a lot of the imagery as far as the the you know lesbian and gay community is concerned on TV. Mm-mm. Now they put it down your throat in mm-hmm. graphic. Like I was watching Empire, he threw a nigga on the desk. Like it's graphic and like and it's for a reason. No, nah, I don't fool with that Imperial Sugar no more. And it's for a reason. And that's not don't get me wrong and like and don't get me wrong, like that that's our society and I don't knock it, you know I you know, I'm not homophobic at all. You know, I got gays right. and lesbians in my family, but I just mean as far as how they pushing the that the agenda. That agenda. Hold on, hold on. Let, let me get you on the mic so everybody can hear the question. So we won't leave it out. So that's important. Go ahead. I was uh, just going to say, how do you feel about the marketing of the homosexual community or the LGBTQT community's rights being compared to African-American rights so far. You cannot compare the two. Period. You can't compare our plight with no one except for the people that they spoke on in the the books of the Bible about the 400 years of oppression. Like, that's the only comparison ever. There hasn't been no other people that was oppressed for 400 years. Period. Do your research. You can't, to compare that is to minimize it. Hmm. So we won't have Preach. to worry about y'all asking for, I ain't heard nothing about, about nothing about no, uh, what they call re- reparations since Barack got in office. All right, we gay, yeah, okay. Y'all cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So to compare the two, it is is a slap in the face for us, and that's not to to you know, yeah, no, not at all, not not at all. But then again, like certain things they ask them for, like to share restrooms with kids, like certain things, like come on, man, you feel me? Like yeah, this ain't stopping yeah, your everyday thing. You can still yeah, use the restroom. Man, you, come on, man, go where you supposed to go, my G. And I don't want you in there with my daughter, my G. But like, no. <laughs> huh? It's allowed. Yeah, and that's to to compare the two. Like, I I mean, it's disrespectful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
to like, man, y'all not being oppressed, enslaved, Jim Crow, the none of the above. Like, come on. But I will say this. Next, Peter and LBGT, you do not want to get on their bad side because they got power. And they got power because the senators and all of them, they with the shit. Think it's a game, man. Like they with it. Look it up. <laughs> like they with it. So, of course, they going to push. Like if y'all recall in Houston, like when they was pushing the agenda, that's because we had a lesbian mayor. So that's just like if I get in office, I'm gonna push my agendas too. Right, right. Yeah. it's only natural. Yeah, yeah. I want y'all to be getting money from them RIAs and the performance rights and all that. So I'm gonna push my agendas too. So I don't not King James push this agenda. Like when you're in power, like you know, it is what it is. But I think for that man, like it's again, it's to minimize our plight, man. We never said that being homosexual was going to make you three-fifths of a human. Like, come on, man. And then we talking about a, 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 a thing where it's a populist. Like, you got, you know, gays and lesbians of all shades. And we talking about, man, I was, uh, you know, a, na- a nation. Like, come on, you can't even. It's apples and oranges. You know what I'm saying? But, again, it's like the group, it like, it's, like it's that minute. Of a situation to the point, like, even like in this era right now, like, we still, you know, under the oppressions, you know, under the oppressor's boot, and like, they not, period. No other faction is, you know, and everybody else got paid, by the way, on the side note. Japan got reparations, like, you know, so forth and so on. We're not even gonna speak about, you know, the Jews or. You know who they deem to be the Jews, right? Cause we don't we don't get cause it's bigger. That's just like the people that Barack let out, you know, for the for the clemency. Like he let them out because they deserve to be out. They was wrongfully in prison first and foremost. But you let them out, but you didn't give them shit. So a year later, like we didn't get no housing vouchers, we didn't get no. No nothing. Like and it's still to the point in Texas where if you got a if you're an ex, they call it an ex felon, but you really never ex felon if if I've done everything that's required and me pay my debt and I still can't get an apartment. You can't get an apartment. <laughs> like an apartment. So you take away, you know, that dynamic, like what you left with. Like not even, we talking about, man, we ain't even got an a, a, a education voucher. We ain't talking about no money, no checks. We just talking about, you know, equal footing. That's all we've ever asked for. We asked for civil rights, my G. It's civil rights. That's, yeah, that's the basic. Basic. And these not even, like these, like even, man, it goes so deep. Like, even with just just driving, you gotta have a license to do something that's a right. Think about it. Just think about it. You know what I'm saying? It's right in our face. It's right in our face. They make no attempts to hide it no more, because now we we live in an era where we have Google, where we have books, so they can't hide it no more. So now what? We gotta ask ourselves now what? Now that we know. Like the ignorance and the blissful part is over with. 
now we know it and we know that it is real and we know that man I hey man I need to share this with I'm gonna make sure we we following each other and connected the, the dots but like no officer that has killed one of our own has been convicted not one not one so now it's just blatant in your face Sitting. so now it's like now what setting precedence yeah so it's now <laughs> what we're gonna continue to talk about it or we're gonna continue to molly percocet what we gonna do <laughs> you feel mm-hmm. me and like man that's coming like, man, I, don't, I ain't never on my soapbox man like y'all men know my story like the people that know me like coming from where I come from but like that's what made me that's what made Detroit red you feel me like that that struggle you know what I'm saying so now it's just up to us like to like we can't forget like we forget man we forgot about Castile like Jay-Z album drop like shit that go on and by design it's it's pushed in our face more so then you know some some things that are, are more meat and potatoes, like you said. Some things that'll make you upset. Some things that'll make you less passive. You know what I'm saying? Less dormant. And like it, it hasn't stopped. It's still going on every day. We just don't get it because we don't own media outlets. That's the power. Even when we have the money, yeah, we have the money, but we need the power, and the power is in the people. And y'all reaching the people. If you got a, a, a conduit or something to reach the people, like you got them. And that's when you become a real threat. That's when you might get a letter or something in the mail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because it's bigger than, than you talking about your beans. Now, you know what I'm saying? You still a nigga in a coop. Hmm. Period. Yeah. So like right now, it's a renaissance. And we doing it through the arts we've always done it through the arts the underground railroad was a song talk to me man it was a song you know what i'm saying so again like it's 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 up to us it's up to y'all like we got a, a direct responsibility and that's not to say let's have a good time like we want to have a good time too you know what yes. i'm saying but but when the lights go on at the club and it's one fifty and you get back in your car, it's yeah, back real. Right. Yeah, so. it's back real. When you sew up, it's back real. So now what? Blacks do read, man. Blacks do read. I mean, let's man, get back to do. it. Let's get back to the essence. Let's get back to it, man. We all we all are accountable because we all got to deal with it. So whether you feel like you don't got to deal with it or not, ask Bill Cosby. You got to deal with it. So there's no, no, you know, cutting yourself out from it. Like you still a, a nigga at the end of the day. So, shit, that's who I talk to. You know, I, I'm like, you know, uh, the Jesus of the Bible. That's who we went and talked to and sat with the sinners. You know, the people who were, were downtrodden, you know, because of circumstances and what have you. Like, that's who he went to. And, like, if you know anything about the Nazarenes, they were soldiers. They ain't have their swords to cut fruit. So we got to be military-minded. We got to be soldiers and, 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 and 
but for righteousness and with the cause, with the purpose, because that's the only way we're going to win. If it's just, it's, it's nothing. Like, we just, you know, waiting on the opportunity to loot. <laughs> then, you know what I'm saying? Like, they not with me. They not, they not the people that I make music for. They not the people that I write for. Like, you know, I'm, this is, it's bigger than the music. It's bigger than, than, than just a song. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, like this, this interview, you know what I'm saying? Each interview y'all did, like, it's about moving it forward, paying it forward. And like it's gonna come back around, cause we gonna be owners. We gonna have our own avenues and and, and conduits to where we're no longer dependents. We're no longer sharecroppers, and we can get some money and we can get it together, and we can pool it together to get land, and so forth and so on. That's how we get power. That's what it's coming back to a power. And I ain't talking about ghosts. Don't get me started on that too, man. <laughs> and that's something else too, where where they put a show or whatever to like make us uh how can I put it? Well, I'm just gonna say this ghost. He's a rat. He's a snitch. He's a snitch on the show and they got us rooting for him. You feel me? And, like, that goes, like, because you got to talk about that, too, just like we talk about everything else that they put in our face. They've been putting that in our face, too, to where it's okay to take somebody from their family for years because you didn't want to own up to some shit you did. Like, that's why they glorify the Frank Lucases, why the real, quote, unquote, G's sitting in prison right now. You see what I'm saying? Like Guy just, Fisher. Like Guy Fisher. Yeah. The Guy Fishers of the world. Right. Sitting in prison. And we they voices. We they voices too. The Matulus, like we they voices too. Because they was once the voice for the voiceless. So, like, we got to keep these names. We got to keep bringing it up. We got to keep it at the threshold just like we keep up with the love and hip-hops and things of that nature. Man. And that's not to be pre <laughs> and that's not to be preachy about it. It's just it is what it is. You know, and that's something that I stand on, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I've been there. I've been told on, and I know people serving life sentences that have been told on. So it's hard for me to root for, for them type of characters. But we overlook it because of emotions or because of, of what's, you know, pushed in front of us to where we'll, we'll you know, you know kind of discard that, that, that smile fact. When in fact, like, man, it's, like, it's real because it's, it's, it's a, a, they got this thing called micro, microcosm and macrocosm. And basically it's like, you know, what, what's without is within, what's big and small. But, like, that, that mechanism right there goes back to what we've been talking about, how they, you know, keep these plantations alive in the form of prisons and, and keep this, this slavery alive in the form of prison labor. And, like, for a guy like Ghost is a part of that. <laughs> I know it's a character, but, but that, that prototype, he's a part of that because he keep the, yeah, he keep the cycle going because he not standing up for shit either. You know what I'm saying? So we all got a responsibility. If you're in the streets, like I implore you 
to just take your lead. You know what I'm saying? If you felt like your circumstances or whatever, you know, led you to do this, regardless of your reasoning, I've never been a type to judge another man. But at the end of the day, like when you're doing something, like you got a responsibility to take your lead. Don't tell. You know what I'm saying? Because if you tell, like you're a part of the problem, like period, ain't no way around it. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no way around it, regardless how they put it in your face and glorify it and make it look good and call them kingpins or American, what was that show, American Gangster? Like, everybody on that show told, except for about two episodes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They make it cool and like the next person come up and sell drugs, but they only want the part that the rappers talking about, the bottles and the models, but they don't want what's on their back end. You know what I'm saying? And it goes back to responsibility. We all got the each and every last one of us that's in this struggle. We got that. We got it both personally and to each other. You know what I'm saying? And ain't no way around it. And if you allow it, you condone it. If you rooting for ghosts, you condone it. <laughs> that's basically what you're saying. Like, you condone it. Like, period. It ain't no way around it. We not going to mince words about it or nothing. It's no gray area. It's one or two extremes. You condone it or you don't. And I don't condone it at all. At all. Boy, he done gave us some gems. Then. Yeah, That's right. One like gem it. after another. So what we going to do now, man, we're going to get you to uh, tell people where to find the book, give all your uh, social media <laughs> platforms and um, any shout-outs, anything you want to do. Man, I, I will say this, man. Shout-out to Southern Heat, man. Shout-out to... You know, everybody that's rocking, not only with me, but with, with just pushing this this Houston and this Texas, you know, renaissance, if you will, man, uh, because it's bigger than myself. Again, I go by the name Willie Dutch, man. You can find my books and my music everywhere, but the way uh, my account's set up, they don't pay me for promoting them. So if that's how you find your music, that's how you find your books, type in Rich Life, type in Willie Dutch, W-I-L-L-I-E-D-U-T-C-H, and you're gonna find me everywhere, man. My business is is intact. You feel me? And uh, but WillieDutch.com, man. All things Willie Dutch, man. Uh my bio, different things I have coming uh in the works with the filmmaking, the the music, of course, uh Shake Back, uh it's on Vivo, Willie Dutch Vivo. Um again, books everywhere, but WillieDutch.com, man. Blacksdoread.org. Like it's some things going on, man, that, you know, the world needs to know about. You know, our communities need to know about, man. And, and I just thank the takeover, man, for, for being a part of, of, of that catalyst, man, that's moving this, moving this thing of ours forward. So, again, man, I go by the name Willie Dutch, Houston, Texas representative, author, artist, activist. You know, again, man, shout out to AHF and uh, everybody that I deal with on the activism side of things, man. And, and let's work, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Already. Oh, Already. You know what, man? The only affiliate that I'm going to shout on this one is go buy that book, Rich Life by man, Willie Dutch. That's all you need. Dot right? com. Rich Life. Don't com. forget the dot com. Please don't forget the dot com. <laughs> and you know what? And that's all y'all need to know. Oh, man. It's the takeover. One, done, man. We out. We out. Right, man. Appreciate y'all. My man. nigga.